I just been gone for two weeks. There's there's been a lot of things going on. Um, it's been obviously, ooh, sorry, obviously Monday, Tuesday, Thursday rehearsals, Wednesday, Fridays work, literally open to close. Saturdays competitions, Sunday is rehearsal. My week, it's just been going crazy. No wonder I decided to take a year off because the things I wanted to do. I get texts anyway because the things I want to do this like semester, this season, whatever you call this thing. There's a lot, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Um, I recently, my friend, a friend of mine that I used to go to school with, a classmate I used to go to school with, recently asked me to like be part of it, like some of his film projects. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Ciao. We didn't even start anything yet. We had one meeting and I was like, yeah, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. I know, it's crazy, it's crazy, but it's okay because right now, if you think about it, I really want to teach and I really want to spin. So that's what I'm doing this, you know, this break. And then obviously, I age out this year, so I wouldn't be able to spin anymore. But, you know, I could do something else. Um, so that's the cool part. That's the cool part. I have a customer coming. So, yeah. Yeah. But it... It's okay because, like I said, I get to do something that I really want to do. And then next year, I'll find something else to do. Like I said, this is my last year spinning. So I can do a little bit more teaching at different schools as well as a little bit more of what I want to do, like acting or traveling or what, that fun stuff. But this is, sorry, cracking my neck. This is going to be a color guard episode. So that's exciting. Let me get my laptop. Let me get my laptop. Hold on. My laptop is coming. It's coming. It's coming. Please hold. Please hold. Please hold. Please hold. Please hold. Please hold. I lied. It's not coming. It's dead. Crazy. 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 Um. So yeah, like I said, this is going to be a Color Guard episode. Real quickly, let me give you a background on myself and Color Guard. Um, the short layman term a definition, um, I like to explain it. Color Guard is the people that spins the flags at football games. That, that's how you really know them. Um, they, are the, they are the group of people that spins the flags, tosses the flags, all that fun stuff, as well as other form of auxiliary um, props like rifles and sabers. Um, of course, it originated in the military and then broke off to something different, being with the marching band. And fun fact, it even it broke off into its own circuit called Winter Guard. Me personally, I have been spinning since my freshman year of high school. I started Winnegard. I started in the Winnegard circuit in 2016. My junior year, I did both marching and Winnegard. My sorry, 
Ooh, I skipped a year. My sophomore year, I did both marching and winter guard. My junior year, I did marching, didn't do winter guard, and then my senior year, I did both marching and winter guard. Um, the reason why I didn't do marching my freshman year is because I didn't even know the thing. I didn't know it existed, bro. But I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> what the hell is this? Only reason why I joined it, only reason why I joined is because my ex was like, oh my gosh, you should do this with me. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll do it with you. <clears throat> and started it, and boom, I liked it. So I stayed. Um, I stayed through my sophomore year and then my junior year. The reason why I didn't do indoor is because I was in the spring musical, and I had a, I had a pretty, pretty decent role. It wasn't a lead, but it was a decent role. He had, he had, a, you know, few appearances, a couple lines, and so I really wanted to be part of that. Um, so which is why I didn't do. Winogard, sadly, my junior year. But it's okay because I didn't even like that show anyway. Ah, that's another story. And I have another customer. Now, let y'all know right now, since I'm at work, the famous smoke shop, if you guys follow any of my social media, other social medias, this is the famous smoke shop that I'm in. Maybe I'll give you, I won't give you guys a tour because I don't need you guys to see what we have in here. I don't need you guys breaking into my store. Anyway. So, um, yeah, so my uh, junior year, I wanted to be, I really wanted to be in the musical. Um, so that's what I did. And I didn't do Winter Guard, but it's okay. Like I said, I didn't even like the show. And then my senior year, I did both outdoor and indoor. Boom. Once I graduated, I returned to my school um, as their color guard, as a color guard tech. A, a color guard technician is someone that comes in and basically works under the director as basically an extra pair of hands, a pair of eyes. Some techs only specialize in one core of color guard, like there's rifle techs, saber techs, dance techs, flag techs. Um, or a tech all can just can basically assist the director in the production of a show. Um, in my case, I was under the direction of Michael McKee, both as a student and, of course, as a um, as a tech. And I was just under his under his wing, and basically, when he needed something, um, let's write this let's write this phrase together. You know, let's do this together. Can you give me a four count phrase? Yes, I got you. That's basically what I was doing. Um, as well as just giving insight from my knowledge of color guard, putting them onto the kids. Um, as well as my friend Kermani, we we work we work side by side. Um, same year, um, it's 2019. Yeah, same year we myself and Kermani, we joined Horizon, Horizon um, Independent or Horizon Winter Guard, which is a team. Which is a Winter Guard team. It's an independent Winter Guard team meaning that it is not attached to any school. It's not attached to any school, it's its own, it, it's its own standing entity. It's not attached to any school, so everything about it is separate. It was under the direction of Hector Fromont, which is a very close friend to Michael McKee. So can you imagine that? Graduating from under Michael McKee and then going under Hector Fromont because they're just like, they're like this, they're, they're, they're like this. They're like this. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Hector used to come in and he used to like, you know, put his little insight on, you know, the design and how, just again, an extra pair of hands on how Mike um, kind of runs his shows. And he was like, okay, cool. These kids should do this. You know, that's what Hector was. And they, they kind of help each other back and forth because, you know, having somebody outside is a lot. It's having somebody from the outside come in and help your team is kind of put a little change on things because they they pick out things that you normally don't see. So that's cool. Um, sadly, during this year, this because um, Winter Guard season for Winter Guard season obviously takes place in the winter. Which, if you're looking at the school calendar, it is right after winter break, which is the second uh, semester. This year, during this season, is when COVID decided to happen. So, my first independent team had to fold in the middle of the season, and my students had to fold in the middle of the season, which was kind of sad, because during that season, at the school, my students, they went up from B class to triple A. Um, and I'll get into, that, get into that shortly. So they went from B class to triple A, and it was so exciting, but it was so sad that they couldn't finish the season. Um, so COVID happened and decided to obviously take a break because nothing was popping, nothing was going on. But when things started to pick up, I started looking for more positions, more guard tech positions. And obviously I talked to Hector. Hector was like, yeah, there's a new guard director at, um, Edgewater high school or at Edgewater. Um, let me talk to her and I'll get you a position. I'll get you on. And I was like, that's great, because Hector used to work at Edgewater, and some medical, some health issues happened, and he had to uh, resign from his job and, you know, fly back home up north. And so the guard tech under his wing became the guard director. And so that's where I'm at now, working under her. As well as I also tech at East River High School, um, how that came along is I was still in the process of me looking for positions. I not only messaged, um, I was just, I was obviously opening my, you know, opening myself up to the amount of resources I had. So if there was a guard director looking for someone, if there was a band director looking for a person, I was like, email, 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 I emailed everybody. Um, Hector got to me first because he's a, he was a more direct um, contact for between me and him. It was more direct contact between me and him. Um, and I emailed Lake Miniola's uh, band director. Unfortunately, they already had someone, but just just so happened that East Rivers band director was looking for a guard technician because his guard director was was out being an adult. Um, so it just so happened that emailing one director took me to another director and it gave me a whole nother like a whole nother family, which I kinda I, I truly enjoy that. Um so I worked with East River for two weeks, which is uh two weeks in July, which is their band camp week. Band camp is literally just two weeks of marching band students and color guard students just like hamming it out getting their football show ready. They're, yeah, getting their football show ready. Basically, the show that they perform at halftimes. That's what that is. 
And so I was there for two weeks. And once um, after the two weeks was up, I took a trip to Egypt and came back. And luckily when I came, or not, well, yeah, luckily, luckily when I came back, the their, their guard director has come back from marching DCI. And so he was able to take over, but of course he allowed me to stay and obviously work with the kids, and that's what I did for all the fall season. Fall season, aka football season, aka outdoor season, aka marching season. Those are all the same thing. Football season, marching season, they 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 coincide together. So that's that's East River, that's Edgewater. Um, like I said, I currently work at both of them, and I'm so I'm truly grateful for them and the kids that I work with because I love my kids to death. I love them to death. They may get on my nerves, but I love them to death. Don't tell them I said that though. They don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say starting with marching season, or that's my background of me in color guard. Um, starting with marching season. Working at East River, we had a, it was actually a really great show. My East River kids are, my East River kids, my Edgewater kids, and how I was at Wakaiva plus my Wakaiva kids are, they, obviously they have three different backgrounds. My Wakaiva kids, they were, they were all new and they were all just picking up on the art, which is fine. It's cool. That's, that's cool. So coming, teaching them was a more... I had to take them as more beginners. Excuse me. But then coming to East River, these kids were teaching me. They were doing stuff I didn't even know. And I was like, oh my God, like what? Teach me, please. Like, I know I'm your teacher, but like, I need you to teach me. Because I will say, and it's probably because part of like just where they're at. They're on the east side of Orlando. East side of Orlando has some really amazing, amazing guards like Timber Creek and 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 UCF, Oviedo. So all the schools over there on the uh, university, yeah, all the schools over there on the east side are some badass guards. Like they do their shit, bro. And um. Yeah, they do their shit, bro. And so, of course, their guard director also not only teaches and he spun for UCF, but teaches at, uh, what you call it, the guard at UCF, as well as five other high schools. On top of that, he marched DCI. So, for and he's been spinning since middle school. So, he knows his shit. So, I expect if he knows his shit, then a student should know their shit. And they should be doing shit that they, you know... They should be doing stuff like that. So it was kind of cool just going to him and just be like, oh my God, like, this is what I'm dealing with? Ah! <laughs> um, but the um, as far as the marching show go, the mar the kids marching show, they had a, they had a nice marching show. It was supposed to be a heist show. Um, it involved a briefcase and a bunch of robberies and stuff like that, which is something that I will insert in this video here. It's a nice little five minutes marching show. It, you should you should see what the guard has because I really I like it, and I hope you like it. Right, and Bianca Mendez, is your band ready?
Okay, girls, we've been planning this heist since this is last summer. The plan is simple. Steal the Falcon from the Majors and get it back to headquarters on the other side of the railroad tracks without getting caught. Got it? Boy, this is the game. He's a bumbling oaf. He's easily distracted by anything colorful or loud. I'm not worried about it. Not a problem. I'll just blend in with them. When this is done, we are going to have some steam bread. Look, there it is. Let's go. You may begin your performance.
kids my edgewater kids is something different because edgewater was not the kind of the kind of band that we're going for was to be a more competitive band um competitive band as in competitive in the like the florida marching association stuff like that um we were they were they were getting away from the the hbcu stuff um yeah, they were just getting away from the HBCU stuff, and they were going to more competitive stuff. There was a lot of there was a lot of things that contributed contributed to that switch um, that I won't go into right now. Um, but yeah, that's what happened. So it was really 
with the Edgewater kids, it was a little harder because not only were we taking kids and turning them from a show band to a competitive band, um, we was just also dealing with brand new kids. We had, you know, there was there was some little pushback, but it was okay. Um, I know coming from marching season, where literally our band camp, we we had two kids at band camp, and it's like we took ten steps forward and then got a new student, so we had to go thirteen steps back. And then as we take 10 steps forward, we got a new student. 13 steps back. 10 steps forward, new student. Ah, you, you get what I'm saying? So it was kind of hard because every time we got a new student, we had to go back and we had to catch them up on where everybody else was. And it really hurt because they are like the, the final, our final exam performance thing is in November. We're in September and we barely got anything done. And that was really one reason why. Um, but at the end of the day, we was able to push through it. Everything, everything, and everyone came together, and we ended up with a successful marching season. And I'm very proud of my kids at NPA. Um, very proud of my kids. We came to November, November, which is the first weekend of November is NPA weekend. NPA is Music Performance Assessment. NPA, and like I said, it's our final. So everything that the kids have been working on from July to November is literally performed is put together in a five minute show and is performed in front of judges and that's how the, that's how it goes. Um, my East River kids got straight superior. My East River band got straight superiors all through and through and through. Um, my guard got straight superiors. I'm very proud of them. My Edgewater kids, they got an excellent, which is not bad. An excellent is right under superior. So they did they did phenomenal. They did better than what we what we thought they were gonna do. <laughs> Um, so that's great. I'm so glad that they got that experience. Like I said, with Edgewater, it was just hard because, um, the change of culture, there was a lot changing. Um, and band, they were on the process of getting a new band director at that, so that didn't even make it easier. But we pushed through it.
us here to march into um indoor season um like i said earlier winter guard which takes place during the winter it's an indoor performance circuit or indoor performance where the color guard breaks off from the marching band and we go into our own competition circuits where it's literally just a bunch of color guard teams competing against each other but inside which is why it's called indoor like we call it indoor season or indoor guard or winter guard which takes place in winter season all that fun stuff yeah 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 ah! <laughs> um so that's that winter guard both of my east river team and water team they both started in november um obviously we go through an audition process who are people that we feel like deserve to be on the team or on the team people that we feel like need, need improvement and we just can't do it right now obviously don't go on the team with my uh, Edgewater team we started off with 24 kids and as the season progressed we are down to 12 you know yeah yeah we're down to 12 and my East River team luckily there's two teams there's a JV and there's a varsity JV went from 14 to 9 varsity if I'm not mistaken it's the same. No, it's the same amount of kids. Actually, one of my one of the varsity members got injured, and so the one of the JV kids got moved up. So a JV was in originally fourteen to ten. Then the then that student got moved up to varsity. So it went from ten to nine. 
Um, I forgot how many kids is on JV, is on varsity. Don't quote me. I only work with JV. <laughs> anyway, um, I will say right now this is just a color guard talk. So the so this video is not going to be too long because we're only in February. The season just the March uh, circuit just started. November, like I said, November is just really the audition process. Um, we audition the kids, and then all the month of December is just basically getting them caught up. Caught up to where we need them to be by January. Once January came, um, once January came, Edgewater had a camp, and so we used that camp to kind of do a lot of staging. Excuse me, sorry. I, don't, I feel like I have the bird, but it's not coming. Sorry, baby, y'all. Good fucking shit, bro. <laughs> um, so we had a camp the first week of January. Like, it's right there, but it's not coming. Oh my god. And like I said, we just did drilling, and just every Tuesday, Thursday was rehearsals for them. East River every Monday, Thursday was rehearsals for them. Everything was all fine and dandy. We got. The drill on the floor. We got the show <clears throat> written-ish. And then here comes premiere. This is the scary part. Right? So, FFCC, which is the Florida Federation Color Guard Circuit, is, uh, is again, obviously it's, color, it's a color guard organization that has, like, Florida, the Florida Guard, um, that has the color guard scene in Florida in a chokehold. They are everywhere. If you once you hear the word color guard, or once you s spark interest in color guard, FFCC is going to be everywhere. <laughs> it, it's just true. They are, if I'm not mistaken, they are based in Daytona and they run competitions in Central Florida, North Florida, and sometimes South Florida. Um, but South Florida has their own circuit going on too. So I don't think FFCC would be down south anymore. Which is okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they run the color guard circuit. The color guard competition season goes, runs from January. Competition season runs from January to March. January being premier, competitions happen all the way up into championships, which is mid-March. This year is March 24th. Premiere for my Edgewater kids because they are in a different class and I told you I would get the classes like that. So let me get that. Let me do that right now. FFCC offers a plethora of classes and that all just depends on skill level only your kids are at. We have cadet class, which is a lot of middle school, which is a lot of middle school guards, sometimes elementary schools. Yeah. They perform in the cadet and cadet. Cadet and Cadet Novice classes. Those those are the classes that they perform in. From there, you move up to A or not A. You move up to B class, or which is now called Regional A. So RA or B class, which is for a lot of beginner, a lot of beginner teams, teams that just you know that are just getting into color guard. They're just popping off into the circuit. They will usually start in. Um, B class or RA. That is when I was in high school, all four years we were in B class, which is a, it, it's nothing bad. That's just where we were. That's how our skill levels, that's 
as a team, our skill level was a B class team. So that's why we we were in B class. From B class, you get moved up to triple A, which is again it's a more advanced guard, not too advanced. You're just right above B class. From triple A, you move up to double A, and then from double A, you move up to there's two. You move up to Scholastic A. Scholastic A is all the A, like the um, the A team guards that are attached to a school. So any high or any high school or can I say universities? I want to say universities too. Any high school or university that is legally attached to a school will perform in Scholastic A. Scholastic A is the top out of the A classes. Triple A, Triple A, Double A, and A class, that is the top that you can go for A class. And then the second, the second A class is Independent A. Which is again independent. An independent team is a team that is not legally attached to the school. They're running their own, you know, they're running their own program. Which is where my team, Horizon, was. They were independent A. From independent A, you go on to open. You go on to Scholastic Open and Independent Open. Again, <clears throat> Scholastic or the open class is higher than Scholastic A. Or it's Scholastic than A class. Um, you have Scholastic Open, which is super advanced team, um, attached legally attached to a school, and then you have Independent Open, which is super advanced team running their own program. Then from Open class, you have World Class, which is the highest you can go, the top, 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 tippity top, top. Scholastic World again is a school or a team attached to a school. Independent World is a team running their own program. Highest you can go, you can't go any higher than that. Absolutely not. Can't go any higher. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Can't go any higher than that. Which is, you know, it's cool. It's, it's super cool. Open open class team. A independent. A teams, open teams, and world teams are like they, some of the, their shows are the best shows like ever. It's amazing. Now, jumping back to Edgewater, they are performing in the Triple A class, which is a, because they've had a guard before. Their guard was advanced enough to be in Triple A, but you know, not experienced enough to be in the, any of the higher classes. So they're Triple A. So this team is in Triple A right now. They went to Premier. And they, they ate. Therefore, a lot of them, it is their first time spinning. Um, so yeah, my Edgewater class, I, um, they ate. They went in. We obviously we took we had a, it was a late day. I'm so sorry. It was a late day. They didn't perform till eight. So we've had the kids since eleven. 
Um, the reason why is because, again, it was their first competition. We wanted to get all the jitters out. We wanted to make sure they had, they felt comfortable with their show, with their run. So we had a call time 11, and from 11 to like 1 o'clock, we just rehearsed. You know, we rehearsed. We did a full run, uh, four runs of the show. We added some things, tweaked some things, but we did a lot of cleaning. Cleaning is where basically you just make it, make sure everything is where it needs to be. You know, make sure that the counts are clean and the choreo's clean. Everybody looks nice. That's what cleaning really is. Mm. Mm-mm. Okay. So that's what cleaning really is. Um, so that's what that's what cleaning really is. It's just make sure that the show is clean and the kids feel comfortable. We did that. From there, we after one o'clock, we had a parent show. The parents came. We did two run throughs so the kids, parents can see what their kids have been working on for the past two three months. From there, we packed up everything, loaded everything, and we headed off to Deland High School. Deland High School is where the premiere was. We got there, we unpacked, and we put our stuff to the side, and we went to go watch some shows. There were some really good shows. It was honestly nice to see, you know, other guards perform. Again, especially, like I said before, a lot of these kids are new. Out of the 12 kids we have, none of them, or a few of them has touched the flag. Three of them have did has did they did end their season last year, and then the other two kids just did marching season this year, and that was their first year touching a flag. So this is their second season spinning. So, um, it was honestly nice just to have that, especially as since we're looking at a full season. Last year, those those three kids didn't get a full season because. They just didn't have a really reliable team. People kept dropping, and in order to perform, to have the, in order to have a full season, full one guard season, you have to at least to have five kids in the circuit, five kids on the team to be in the circuit. You can't do that when you have three, two kids, you know. So this would be their first full season, and one of them is a senior, so she definitely needed this. Um, so yeah, like I said, it was honestly really nice just to see how, just to have all the other kids, or to see the other teams, and like, hey guys, this is what Color Guard really is. Like, what you did in marching season is great and all, but there's just so much that happens in marching season, it's just kind of hard to touch base on anything, and everything moves so fast because we're on the band schedule, so everything moves so fast, it's like the kids don't get a time to really embrace what color guard is which is where the indoor season come in because not only are you just performing with other color guards you are literally surrounded by other color guard teams you have no choice but to be around other color guards and it's nice to see what they work on and how they work on what show they're doing and just to build that relationship literally in ffcc and the indoor circuit is a family You'd be surprised how many people I've met at competitions, and now I follow you on Instagram. Like, oh my gosh, I see you spinning. I'm gonna follow you. That's that's literally what this is. And there's some people I've met and I still talk to to this day, from you know just meeting at competitions, just meeting at competitions. Like, hey, you know, I may not hold full conversation with them, but you know, I still talk to them. You know, here uh, now and then. 
So after we got there, after they watched some teams, we took them to go warm up. We did a little across the floors. Across the floors is basically a exercise, a movement exercise that you just take literally across the floor. Whether it's you doing a eight count, you know, an eight count dance repeatedly, you know, that's what an across the floor is. Um, we did across the floors. We warmed up their hands. We went in the warm up. We did a little more flag stuff, and then they went on. We went on, put the show on. They only have a minute of the show. They killed that minute. For their first performance, they did phenomenal. They did phenomenal. For their first performance, they did phenomenal. And I'm not being biased as in, you know, oh, that's my team, so they have to do phenomenal. No, because if they did bad, I would say they did terrible. I would tell you right now, they did terrible. I don't care if this is on YouTube. They did terrible, they did terrible. But no, they did a good job. Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, sadly, there was just some other teams that um that just had more on the floor than we did or had a lot of, like, their stuff was just cleaner. They just had more on the floor. So the kids didn't place high. I forgot what they placed. I want to say, it was, was it seven? I don't remember. I don't feel like looking at it right now. But they didn't, they didn't place super high, which is fine. Again, it's, it's premiere. You know, I didn't expect, I just, I honestly expect them to do to have a worse run than what they did, but they had a better run. We just once we get more on the floor, once we get our new tarp, our new flags, and our uniforms, they're bound to place higher. So that's what that was. That was really cool. And of course, I will insert the video or their premiere video right here, right here. It, it's here, like. to my East River kids 
their premiere was literally the weekend right after Edgewater. So that's cool. Only because they were in a higher class. My East River kids are in double A. Yeah, my East River kids are in double A. And so double A was held the weekend after triple A, B class, and cadet class. Yeah. Um, this is my first time seeing their show because I've been working with, J with the, JV, the East River JV team. So this is my first time seeing their the varsity show and their show is about the connection between people. How we just how we influence people just by being there, being around, you know, all that fun stuff. And when I seen it, I thought it was beautiful. There was some really great moments in the show. Um, and again, I think they did really good for their first show. There were still some uncertainties there. And the judges gave him 10th place. Did I say that right? Yeah, the judges gave him 10th place. Um, but it's okay because they had a good run. Um, and which is, again, it's premier. We'll, other teams have more stuff on the floor than we did. That's fine because we're obviously building the show. <clears throat> so that's the cool part. The connection between you and I. The FFCC is proud to present East River High School. spinning this season I joined a team called Endeavor they are a team based out of Jacksonville so I'm spinning with them this season my premiere was also 
Um, actually, last Saturday, last Saturday was East River's premiere and my premiere. So, I was very excited for it until I got on the floor and I kind of psyched myself out. And I will say, we had a, we had a decent run, but it wasn't our best. We've had better runs. This one wasn't our best. We really just got in our heads and we like kind of like blew up. Um, um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't our best run, and we got fifth. Um, again, because other teams had more stuff on the floor than we did. Granted, we had a full show. And we had all of our features together. We had all of our features there, but when you have a five-minute show and it's like. One minute of actual stuff, another minute blank. One minute of actual stuff, another minute blank. One minute of actual stuff. It, it's like intrigued, unintrigued. Intrigued, not interested anymore. Oh, nice finale. You feel me? Versus other teams where they had one minute on the floor, but they were doing something constantly for that whole minute. And it was clean. So that's why we got that. But it's okay. I'll still, again, I'll insert the video here. So you guys can see it.
teams none of my teams did the best but of course we are still going in we are still building um the 11th is the next competition for endeavor next competition for um east river next competition for edgewater as well as it's jv's premiere jv is not spinning on the circuit they are doing solo and ensemble which is a another mpa type um assessment oh my god oh please hold it's another MPA kind of assessment, so that's what JV is doing, and their show is on the 11th, too. So that'll be exciting. Sadly, I won't be there for this! <laughs> because I have my own competition! I'll be in their spirit. I do love them, kids. Um, so, yeah. And as of right now, the rest of the season is just going. We have February to get through. We have two... Con uh, because I, I can't speak for all my teams, but we have February to get through. We have the beginning of March, and then we have championships. And then that's the end of the season. So that's that's very exciting. Um, yeah, that's very exciting, and I can't wait for these kids to. I can't wait for my Edgewater kids to experience a full season from premiere. From literally auditions to premiere to championships, we went at Daytona and Daytona, at Daytona and at the beach and all that fun stuff. Same thing with my East River kids. My East River kids obviously know the deal, but it's super exciting for them. And me, like this, this is my last season. I age out 
age out for independent teams is 22. It's 22, 23, depending on when um, you turn. I turned 22 this year. Oh, I turned 22 in December. My birthday was the day after Christmas, so I turned 22 in December. And so I wouldn't be able to march again this year. Unless I do a world team, which I don't know if I want to do all that. That's so... I'm really spinning Endeavor because... I'm really spinning Endeavor because I just miss performing and I miss spinning. And my Endeavor team, they all understand that. They're all like, yeah, no, we just miss spinning too. We just want to get out here and spin, you know... F it if we don't medal. F it if we don't win. We just want to have a good time. Obviously, we want to win. But we also really just want to have a good time. So, like, we're putting in the work as if we want to win. But if we don't, we don't. That's fine. We just want to have a good time. And, you know, I was, like I said, we just all miss spinning. You know, once you're, once you're teaching, it's like, oh, my God. I miss this stuff. So, Yeah. Um, well, like I said, this is going to be a short video, or a, this is going to be a short one because I, I really just needed to catch up. Um, I really wanted this uh, episode three to kind of be a mental health episode, or just a, a. It was supposed to be a different episode, but the person I wanted to have come on wasn't available, and I couldn't get them to come on. So it had. That's why. That's one reason why it fell back a week. Um, but I'm trying to catch up, and hopefully. I can get more people on, have like a more, a better setup and have more people on. Um, I had literally had to pack up my whole stuff and I had to bring it to work today. And I forgot my soundboard, which fucking blows my mind, bro. Cause I took it out of my room, put it on the table, took everything else, but the soundboard. I even have the mic in the car, no soundboard. So you see, I'm using my lava layers because I don't have the soundboard to use the actual mic. But now that I think about it, this just might be a nice little portable portable set anyway for when I need to do stuff at work. <laughs> you feel me? So, um, but of course, as always, we will like to sign out. Oh, should I do that? I'm not going to do that. I will say follow the Micah show on Instagram because as of, because of course it is Black History Month and I would like to do a um, a nice little tribute I like, I'm like call it 28 Days of Black and just every day there's just gonna be some you know something new whether it's a black owned business so yeah follow me on Instagram I wanna do the 28 Days of Black and just I just wanna highlight a some form of some form of I want to highlight just blackness, black excellence, whether it be in a person or a business or a company, whatever the case may be, I really just want to highlight it, highlight it, just give them a shout out, especially because of course, of course, black history, we acknowledge everybody, you know, in history, Martin Luther King, Maya Angelou, um, um, Malcolm X, Nelson Mandela, P Oprah, you know. People, people like that. We celebrate a lot of people that have made differences or that have, like, Zora Neale Hurston. Like, people like that. We celebrate a lot of people that have, I guess, made a staple in history. And 
that's fine, that's cool. But you know, there are some people living right now that are currently stapling their name in history. Whether it's a black owned business, you know, so if it's a black owned business, you probably bought something from them. They've they've stapled something, they've stapled their their business in, in your mind. It's part of your history now. Uh, you know, they have a carbon footprint somewhere. Or whether it's, you know, an actor that is doing something. For example, Angelica Ross, who is a trans advocate. And she started her own, you know, computer software company for trans people. Like, come on now. People like that, that are doing stuff right now in the present to affect our current life. I think they deserve recognition, too, as well. Um, which So that'll be on Instagram. But... That is it, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this, like, 30, 40-minute 40 40 episode. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I will try to get episode four and five out, hopefully this week. Um... We'll just see. We'll see how things goes. We'll just yeah. We'll just see how things goes. Thank you guys. Signing out. Um, English is hard. Thank you guys. I'm signing out. But of course, as always, here is a song, from my dear friend Zio. Outer space.
Still got more layers to go. The new beginning starts.